You're listening to the Mastering College to Career podcast, the show for first-generation and minority college students. Each episode will feature topics such as highlights and progress from students who have completed the MC2C mentoring program, networking opportunities, and unique insights and strategies from industry thought leaders. So, if you're looking for your guide to success, you're in the right place. Now, without further ado, let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Mastering College to Career podcast slash LinkedIn Live. I'm super happy to be here. I love doing these types of workshops. And today we're just going to talk about the situation, the scenario that's happening to a lot of my mentees, clients, uh, students. We're going to be talking about like the situation. What if you're interviewing with multiple companies and you get a job offer from a great company, but you're still in the interview process with some of your top companies? And how are you able to manage the offer that you have that you're not in the position to refuse, but at the same time can manage potentially getting an offer from one of your top three or top one or or your ideal company? So we're going to be talking a lot about that. Like, and I want to answer your questions. So if you do have questions about this, um, let's definitely talk about it. So again, for all of you who are joining me on this live, or if you're listening to the podcast, uh, where some of the episodes you're going to be hearing are actually done, recorded on LinkedIn Live, and, and, and you're going to see some questions. And we're going to test out this format because we're trying to create more and more content for all of you. So um, definitely, if you are here and you're listen, watching me on the LinkedIn Live, type something in the comments. Let me know you're here. Put hashtag Mastering College to Career so that we can get started. I love talking to a crowd. And right now, it looks like I'm just talking to a, a camera. I don't see interaction from the other side. And I need that interaction is what fuels me. But for all of you who are joining me today, okay, uh, we will be talking about this particular situation. You're currently applying to tons of companies or in my scenario, if you're, if you're my student, I just want you to atta- attack 10 companies at a time. You get an offer from from a good, you get a great offer, a good offer from a good company. And then you're still in the interview process, right? With other companies. And some of those other companies that you're in the interview process um, are actually like your ideal or your dream company. And so you're not in the position to reject this offer. And at the same time, you don't want to take the chance of not being able to go after your dream company. So what do you do? How do you manage this situation? Or is there a good way to leverage this? Is there a good way to be able to use the offer that you have to leverage it? Or is it best to just accept it and go with it? And so, um, Look at that. Somebody, Ross over here is saying, I am hiring. Check out his LinkedIn profile. Uh, that's super cool. Thanks, Ross. But um, And so definitely, let's talk about this. So uh, you can see the slide. So what should you do if you get a job offer and have to decide quickly, but you're waiting for another company? All right. So here's the first thing that you should do. Number one, ask the company that gave you the offer for more time. You need more 
time. You need more time. So we need to help you and buy you some time to be able to then use that time to go to the other companies, try to finish the interview process, right? And then be able to then get an offer from another company and then be able to kind of say, okay, what is the best decision for me? Um, so number thing, the first thing you need to do once you receive an offer um, and you want to try to buy more time, the first thing is acknowledge the fact that you have an offer. Take some time, congratulate yourselves. You should be proud of yourself. Getting an offer during these times is awesome. Super, super amazing. But now what do we do? So I want you one, thank them for your time. Let them know that you're truly honored that, that select, they, they selected you. Because the reality is, it's all like it's when you're applying for jobs, you're applying with hundreds, if not thousands of people. And out of those thousand people, hundreds of people, they've decided that you are the best investment and that you are the best person to come into the company, to come into this role and make an impact and make a really good impact. So that's awesome. But so you have to first acknowledge that and understand that you're special. Like they, they really want you to come on board and they're excited about it. But understand that, you know, this job, this interview process, it has to be a both way. It has to be a win-win. And so now they've, the company's made a decision to extend you the offer. Now you have some leverage. Okay. So first thing is first, you want to thank them. First thing is first is you want to let them know, you know what? I appreciate this. I am truly honored to be have been selected by you for this particular company uh, for this particular role. So you let them know, hey, I'm honored. This is fantastic. I appreciate this, right? The second thing you need to do is let them know that this is a really important decision, right? Your first job out of college sets the foundation for the rest of your professional career. You can either make your life easier, your professional career a lot easier to for you to hit those goals, or it can make it a lot harder, right? And so you have to let them know, hey, thank you so much for this offer. This is amazing. I am so honored and so excited that you've decided to trust me with this offer. Um, but this is a very, very important decision that I cannot make this alone, right? There was a lot of people that has who have helped me get to where I am today. And that could be your family, that could be your friends, that could be your significant other. And you essentially want to say, uh, you know, this decision, you're, you're essentially going to blame a third party. I call this like the third party. You know, this is also what the dealerships say. Hey, like when you're going to buy a car and the man and you're, the sales guy tells you, you know what, sir, um, let me talk to my manager to see if I can get you a better deal. We're essentially going to do that to to the company and not as in the same sketchy way that I, a used car salesman might use, right? So you're essentially going to say, you know, thank you. I'm honored. This is an amazing, this is a very, very, very important decision. I can't make this decision alone. I need some time to speak to my third party, significant other, parents, mentors, advisors, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It could be your freaking dog, right? It doesn't matter. But you need to let them know that this is not just your decision, that there are other people, right? That there are other people involved in this decision making. And then, you let them know that you need more time, okay? Then you let them know, I need a week, you know, is it possible for me to get an extra, a week to do this, 
um, if you're an international student, like you say, my parents are in another country. They're the ones who help me, you know, be able to afford college. Um, I, this is an important decision. I just need time to talk about it and things like that. Also, you want to make sure that before these conversations happen, buy yourself. If you just get a verbal offer, first thing you need to do is buy yourself some time by letting them know that you would like to get a written offer. Like, do not accept or reject an offer until you have a written offer, like something that literally, whether it is a document, most of them, once at a time will be a document that talks about all the details about your employment contract, right? The job, the responsibilities, your compensation, your benefits, all that. You need to know all that before you can even make a decision. So a lot of times companies can get very excited and give you a verbal offer before they give you a written offer what the example that i am sharing here with you today i want you to do it once you have a written offer a written offer that's when you know things are serious right that is when you know things are serious so i um just want to go before i go in and continue this right so once you've done that you said hey i need more time i need to talk to a third party that they're honestly i can't make this decision alone it's extremely important then you ask for more time okay ask for as much time as you think you need to be able to finish off the rest of the interviews. Now, look, if you ask for more than two weeks, it's gonna be very, 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 very hard for a company to give it to you. Let's be realistic. And the smaller the company, the less flexible they're gonna be because when, like generally speaking, and I'm speaking very general terms here, the bigger the company, the more proactive they are about their hiring. And sometimes they are hiring, but they are hiring for like six months from now, but a small company, like let's say from, from where we're looking for people at Mastering College to Career, by the time we determine that we need people, we're kind of already too late and we need someone to start yesterday. And so the smaller the company, the more pro reactive they are, the bigger the company, the more proactive they are in doing things. Also, I see a lot of people uh, watching. If you're watching, ask questions. Um, if, if something I'm sharing doesn't make sense or you want me to clarify, ask questions. Understand there's sometimes on the LinkedIn live, uh, there is a lag. Um, it's like 30 seconds or something like that. I don't even know exactly. And so I might, by the time you ask the question, I might like have gone to a next subject, but I'll come back around. So be a little bit specific about the question on like what you want me to cover. Um, but we are talking about step number one right now. So to recap step number one, you got an offer from an, a good company. You're not in the position to turn it down. And so what do you do? You ask yourself, you, you try to get as much time as you can to allow you to finish uh, the interview process in your other companies and to be able to look and compare different offers. Okay, so first, thank you, I'm honored, this is fantastic. I'm actually gonna share with you guys uh, a template you guys can use. Um, so it says, hey, uh, my, hey, hiring manager, hey, recruiter, whoever sent you the offer, Thank you so much for this offer. I am truly honored that you've selected me for this role. However, this is a major life decision and this is a decision that affects more than just me. So I need a little bit more time to discuss this with my loved ones. Would it be too much to ask if I can get a week, three days, two weeks, I wouldn't go past two weeks to make this important decision? 
Um, and I love this template because what it does is you let them know how excited you are about the offer. You thank them. You let them know that you're honored to have been selected out of hundreds, if not thousands of people that apply for this role. And then at the same time, you're letting them know this is not just your decision and that you need some time to be able to make this life-changing decision, right? Um, so then what happens next? You got it. They said, hey, Daniel, um, that, that's okay. We'll give. Is it okay if you let us know by the end of next week? So now you bought yourself a week and, and that's fantastic. Now, what do you do on the other side? Like, what do you do and what do you do? Like, where do you go from now about getting, speeding up the process on the other companies? Because that's what becomes really, really important. How do we speed up the process on the other companies. And this is what we have to do now, right? Um, number one, you wanna contact the companies that you're currently in the process with, and you wanna let them know that you've received an offer and you have blank amount of time to decide. And I want you to do this, and when you're asked, to, so when you're reaching out to them, you wanna be very, very, very respectful and say something along the lines of like, um, Hey, um, hey, Jessica, um, sorry, you know, I, I wanted to email you to kind of let you know that I've recently received a company. And I'm going to sh share with you another uh, script. But essentially what we're trying to go here is let them know is I really, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm, I really would love to find a way if there's a way to speed up this because I, I can see myself working for your company and kind of speed up this whole conversation, right? And let them know that you have, this many days, you know, before the actual deadline to let the other company decide and let them know that, hey, like, I, I, I'm not in the position to reject an offer, right? I've been looking for a job for this much or I've graduated, I've already graduated and I need it, you know, I need to start working. And as much as I would love to work for you, I just can't reject that offer. And then you kind of want to speed up the process. And let me tell you why this works, right? Uh, let me tell you why this is so important. Anytime a company is hiring, right? Anytime that a company is opening up, opens up a job, they're consciously making a decision to put limited resources because every company has limited resources into hiring for this role. It doesn't matter if it's Apple. It doesn't matter if it's Amazon. It doesn't matter if it's mastering college to career. Every company in the world has limited resources. And so if I say, hey, I need to hire a marketing manager, I can't use that money that I've allocated for the marketing manager to buy ads. I can't use that money to uh, buy a new piece of equipment. I can't use that money to buy a piece of software. I can't use any of that, right? And so Every time a company hires someone, it is an investment. Now, if a company put puts a job job listing on the web, right, whether it's LinkedIn, Monster, Indeed, Handshake, you name it, or just their website alone, they're allocating resources for the for the hiring of their role, right? They've as assigned a recruiter to that. They've spent money. Maybe they put money into the Monster or Indeed or um, or handshake platform, wherever it is to boost the post to get as many candidates as possible. The recruiter has spent time reviewing it. They're paying for an applicant tracking system to be able to manage the, the process. Um, they've all, if you've already interviewed, how many rounds of interview has it been? If you've had to take a coding assessment or if you had to take a personality test or if you had to take an assessment, how much does that cost? Like there's the cost associated with interviewing you and, and, and that can cost 
you know, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to hire someone, not even just to pay you anything, but just to hire somebody. It can cost a lot of money to the company. And think about the time of the people interviewing you. If you interview, let's say a recruiter makes uh, $70,000 and they spend one hour with you, that's like $35, $40 an hour. I could be wrong in the math. I, I Honestly, I think I'm all right. But um, And so think about that. And not only did they interview you, but they probably interviewed 10 to 15 other people. And if you did a panel interview, which is very common, and you had and there was five people on the panel and some of them were directors, some of them were managers, some some were um, other roles, like how much are they making? How much is their time worth? Uh, let alone not just their salary time, but the productivity of not being able to work on something else. So there's just so much cost associated with it. And the further you are in the interview process, the less and less candidates there is. And so the more and more valuable you are as a candidate. And every time you go further and further and further in the process, the more leverage you gain as a candidate. That is why once a company gives you an offer, you've gained massive leverage. You, you've gained so much leverage, which is why when you have an offer, if you ask for a week, most companies will give it to you, right? And at the same time, if you're towards the end of the interviewing for another company and you let them know that like, hey, I have an offer from another company and I really want to work here, uh, is it possible to finish up or speed up this the rest of the interview process? Most likely, in most cases, they will speed up the process because they've already invested a lot of money in, in you. And, and if you're the right fit, and finding great talent is so hard. If you're the right fit, they're actually going to make time to figure out how to speed up the process and figure out if you're the right uh, if you're the right person for the job or not because they they want it like they don't want to restart all over right like just imagine that they get a thousand applicants they decide to interview twenty five for the first round they decide to interview twenty for the second round they decide to interview ten for the third round and they decided to interview five for the fourth round and then they decided to select you if you Take yourself out the running because you got an offer somewhere else. A lot of times they have to start all over because they've already told no to the other people, you know, and or and that makes it challenging. And so you telling them, hey, I got an offer from another company. Is there a way you're actually is there a way to speed up this? You're actually doing the recruiter and the other company a favor and you're letting them know like, hey, you're about to lose me. You're about to lose your investment. So if you think I'm worth it, if you think I'm the right fit, it's in your best interest to speed this up because I have to go accept that if you don't give me an offer, right? Like I, I can't go without a job any longer. Like I've already been doing this for three months. I've already been struggling. I need some help. And th I guess that's what I'm trying to share with you that you telling the other company and you speeding up the other company on making a decision is actually a benefit for you and you're actually doing the, the other company a massive, massive favor. And so this is great. Now, another amazing thing that having an offer gives you, uh, does for you is that it gives you leverage, right? It gives you leverage in the sense of you can now <laughs> go into the next interviews with some confidence. And I see this so much of clients of mine that have an offer, and then go interview the next couple of interviews they go, they hit it out of the park. They just do amazing. And you know why they do amazing? 
It's because they're so confident because they already know they have an offer. They have nothing to lose. So they can go in there, actually go to the interview and they're themselves because they actually can be themselves. That it can actually give them this freedom to allow them to be themselves. And that's what makes it so amazing. And then they get the second offer because they're actually better interviewers. They interview better with an offer than without an offer. And that is why I actually always say, just be yourself and just understand that you need to interview the company just as much as the company is interviewing you, right? Um, so to recap this, um, you got the offer from the first one. We talked about what to tell them to give you more time. Then you come to the second company and you let them know, hey, um, I'm actually going to show the script here. Like, hey, I have recently received an offer from one of my other, my other top companies. But to be honest, my heart is with your company. You essentially want to do this if the company that you're still interviewing with is ranked higher in your top, list of top companies, right? Um, and then if you truly meant this, this is just the script that I, I share with my students and clients, right? I have been given until, and then you want to do a couple of days before just to buy you some times until uh, to make a decision. I understand that you're still in the process of considering me, but I am not in the position to turn this offer unless I have an offer, unless I have an offer from you, from you. Um, I would hate to rush the process, but if you think that I am the right fit for this role and this organization, it is, is it possible to expedite the process and have an answer by, again, the due date a couple of days before, like I mentioned before, my current offer is a good one, but but working for you would be my number one choice and a dream come true. Uh, disclaimer, I suck at spelling. I suck at grammar. And so I think when I read this over, I think I found a mistake. So do not just copy and paste this. Uh, this is just meant to be an example. You can use this as a, as a base, as a template, but just double check my spelling and grammar. I don't want you to not get an offer because there were some spelling and grammar errors. That's my issues. Um, that's my problem. Um, and so just double check that. But this is how you buy yourself more time. This is how you expedite the other. Um, this is how you can expedite the other company and push them to get to an answer better. Um, and, and, and things like that. I think I have a question from Dahlia. So let me see. All right, Dahlia. So would the companies ask you ask us which companies gave you an, us offers? And if so, do if they do ask us, what should we tell them? So if a company, so if you go to your second company and they say, hey, Dahlia, uh, who do you have an offer with? That is your personal choice to determine if you want to answer that or not. Um, it, to me, if the company that you got an offer from is a brand name, an industry leader, something that the other company recognizes you, that actually gives you some credibility, right? Like if it actually says, wow, Dahlia got an offer from JP Morgan Chase. If JP Morgan Chase wants Dahlia, then we should want Dahlia. Like if it makes you think that way, then absolutely I would, I would name drop it. If, it. if it's a company that is not that well known and says, it doesn't mean that it's a bad offer. It's just not a, that big of a company that is as well known. Then I don't necessarily think you need to. Um, a lot of times if a company will ask you that, I think it's more if they're they're kind of calling your bluff. They're, they just want to make sure that you actually do have another offer, and you're not just saying that for leverage. Uh, again, there there even though 
I know it doesn't seem like that if you're looking for a job, but companies are dying for top talent. If you ask company executives, like top level executives at big and small companies, what is their number one opportunity? They're always going to tell you finding the right talent to run and grow the business is their biggest opportunity. And so it is important that like if if you are the right candidate that they that they might be checking to see if it's a bluff and in that case like you kind of have to be kind of like you you can try to deflect the question or you can also answer honestly um i hope that answered your question dahlia let me know in the comments if i did if not we can kind of go back to it awesome so um Again, I'm going to recap this, and I would love to open it for some Q&A, so do ask questions. If not, I'll just end, end, end the call. Um, to recap all this, and if you're just joining us, I'm going to give you kind of like a synopsis of what we've spoken so far. Um, what happens when you are interviewing with multiple companies, you get an offer, from a, you get an offer but you're still in, in the process of interviewing with some of your other companies that you would actually prefer working for? Right. So what would happen in that scenario? Number one is you go to the company that gave you that offer and you let them know how honored you are to have received that offer. Okay. And I'm just going to show that script right now. How honored you are to have received that offer. Um, however, this is a very important decision that you cannot make alone. You have to make this decision with someone else, AKA your parents, your significant other, uh, your dog, just make sure that you let them know that this is not just your decision to make, so you need some time. Now, once you are able to get yourself some time, you then wanna go to the other companies that you're interviewing with or the main company that you wanna work for that you're still in the interview process with, and you wanna speed up this process by letting them know that you've received an offer from another one of your companies, that you're not in the position to reject the offer because you can't go without a job any longer. You. Um, you know, you're, you're in debt or you just, you know, whatever your reason is, you just can't like, I mean, that's the reality of life. Right. And you want to ask if there's a way to speed up the interview process to be able to give them uh, enough for them to be able to make a decision if they want to hire you or not and let them know that they're, they're your number one choice. And but the hopes is that this will actually speed up the interview process so they can give you an answer and then in return, be able to then be able to compare your offers and then make a decision from there. Right. Um, I will advise against accepting an offer and then continuing to interview and then accept one and then rejecting one. Like, I, I'm just not a big fan of that. Like, I just much rather uh, you try to ask for more time than accept, get a second offer and then accept this second offer and then call the first one and say, hey, I changed my mind. Like, that just not would not be something that I would advise you to do. Like, I, I think you should treat people like humans, just like you want companies to treat you like humans. Um, I, I, I mean, that's kind of like what I would suggest, but hope this helped. Um, this is obviously going to be able to, to, to watch it on the replays and I hope this adds value to you. I have been getting a lot of, um, questions about this and I had posted about this and I even posted the scripts. So if you can't, if you go back on my page last Monday, I posted this two scripts, um, in a comment in a post. And um, it, it, it got a lot of likes. It got like over 700 likes and over 70,000 views. And so I decided to do a LinkedIn Live about this, kind of talk about this more. Um, if, you, if you're watching the replay, you have some questions, leave it in the chat or send me a DM. I'll, I'll answer it. I hope this helps. 
Uh, some of you be able to leverage your first offer to your second offer. But just again, rule of thumb, be a human, treat the recruiter, the hiring manager, whoever you're speaking with, with respect. Do not be, do not be a jerk. Do not accept one, accept the other one and then reject one. Like that's just not good practice. You're burning bridges. You have no idea how small the world of recruitment is, how small, um, how small the world of like the industry world is like, you have no idea how many people that I worked at PepsiCo now work at Coke that I worked at PepsiCo now work at a competitor. And, and I just wanted to make sure you guys know, like, I know that you might seem like this is a, a lot of people, but recruiting, it's a small world. Recruiters jump from company to company. They'll remember and, 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 and you don't want to build that reputation right out of college. So uh, with all that being said, uh, you guys are awesome. I appreciate all the support you have been giving me since I started mastering college to career. I'm super excited to continue to do and create more content. Um, and if you've liked this, um, if you've liked this, just show show this video some love, like it, comment it, help me get some engagement because I'm a very analytical person. And so I track the numbers and if the numbers make sense. I'll do more of these, right? If the numbers don't make sense, I put my energy and time somewhere else. So uh, that's it, man. This this workshops are free. Um, um, this 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 workshops are free. And so if you want me to continue doing these free workshops on LinkedIn, then I would love to. If you are a student, um, maybe two years before you graduate or two years after recent grad, and you're looking for some help, you're struggling with your job search, um, you're maybe stuck not to knowing what to do it. Maybe you've applied to tons of companies and you're not even getting to the interview or you're just getting automatic rejections and you want my help with your career, send me a message. Um, and I would love to, you know, talk to you. I would love to uh, invite you to some of our client workshops so that you can see what that looks like. And I would love for you to explore our mentoring program, which is fantastic. It has amazing success for our clients and we can dive into more and build a customized strategy uh, for, for that. So again, awesome. Thank you. Uh, catch you guys on the next episode. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to the Mastering College to Career podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. In an age of short attention spans, this speaks volumes about you. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars that you think that the podcast deserves. Until next time, catch you guys on the next episode.